We continue on the big sports show here at the Big 550 KTRS, and one of our favorites is kind enough to join us in studio. He's just right down the road now. Benji Molina in the house at the Big <laughs> 550. Benji, what's going on, man? Oh, no, man. I'm doing good, man. I'm enjoying the winter. I really am, even though those cold days were very, very uh, punish. Yeah, they punish us <laughs> but they with do. those cold they days. Do. But I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I'm doing good. So, I mean, you're here now in St. Louis year-round, right? I'm going to try. I'm trying it for, for at least last year, and then this year coming up, I'm going to try and see how everything works. Um, I haven't... I haven't stopped thinking about moving back to Arizona as an option. Uh, but if everything goes well with the work and they give me an extension, this is my last year on the broadcast. So if they give me a few years of extension, then I have to think about staying here. Well, that would be great. We'd, we we love having you in our community. I think it says a lot. I mean, for, I mean you, you didn't play here. You coached here. Obviously, Yachty spent his entire career, but you've, you've lived in Arizona where obviously the weather is phenomenal all year long. Uh, what was it? Was it just the work? I mean, what what convinced you to at least for the time being make St. Louis your uh, your permanent home? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Brandon. This is this is. Um, it wasn't easy to, to make the change, right? But at the same time, I I could have done, I could done, I could do so much stuff here in St. Louis. So many, so many stuff as you guys saw. We did toy drive. Uh, we did visiting, um, you know, kids and. We did events in the Three Kings Day, and the whole winter I was so busy with galas and, and going to dinners and stuff for the Cardinals. Um, in Arizona, it would have been hard for me to stay that busy. It would have been really, really bad. I don't think the Cardinals would have been able to pay me for every every single, you know, the flights right, and, and right. the hotels yep. for every time that I want. Uh, I had an event or something or I wanted to come over. So in that matter, I think it, it worked out perfect. I had a lot of events. Like I said, I was busy all winter, even right now in, Ju- in January. I, I've been really busy coming up with spring training too. So um, it was a hard decision, but at the same time, I have a lot to do. So that, that was probably one of the reasons. And plus, the Cardinals broadcast in Spanish. So, um, you know, if we're going to be here many years, why not stay here? Has the, the broadcasting thing how quickly did you realize it was something that you had a gift for? Um, I, I don't know about a gift, though. I can do it because of uh, uh, Polo uh, doing the play-by-play, doing great. He does um, outstanding, yeah. Yeah, he does great. And um, and then me, just the, the caller, you know, like explaining a play or – or talking baseball, because that's right. what it really is, is talking baseball. So yep. I, it didn't take me long. The The worst part about the broadcaster is it's when to talk. Like when Polo, uh, be quiet, uh, finish his call, and then when do, I, when do I talk? That was the most difficult thing for me to adjust. Other than that, everything just flew flew by, like very, very easy for me. So I, think it, I think it is a gift for you, for Polo, to be able to do the Spanish language broadcast, but be bilingual, you can also you both speak fluent English. So you are connecting to the Spanish Cardinal fans. You're connecting to the English Cardinal fan, and that's not. So, I mean, I don't speak Spanish, so I can't connect to the Spanish fan. But you get to connect to everyone, and I think there's there's something to be said for that. Let me tell you, this it's a beautiful thing, Brandon, when when you are able to communicate with both sides. For example, sometimes we have groups down there in the field that are Tommy Edmonds and Lars Nubar and Goldie, 
and those groups are only English. So we have an opportunity to go there, say hi in their language, and talk to them about whatever they want to talk if they have any questions. At the same time, Polo has one in Spanish. I might have another group in Spanish this year. So now they, the English guys don't, can't do that. But here we go again. I did this, the English, and now today I get an opportunity to do the Spanish kids that doesn't understand English. So it is an advantage that we want to take. Uh, take advantage of uh, an opportunity to reach out, like you said, to many, many different communities, like San Cecilia, the, the school, uh, yeah. bilingual. At the same time, we can connect with, the, with them. We can connect with any, any hospital that the kids are only speaking English or Spanish. So it's, it's a really an advantage that we need to take advantage of. You are... Preparing for so this will be your sixth season. No, doing the, this will be our ninth. Wow, nine seasons. Yes, sir. And it's um, uh, has it flown by? Uh-huh. Yeah, the first uh, wow, the first four years uh, we didn't do many games, so we did two, starting with two, the last two of the season, in in fifteen or sixteen. And then we went from 2 to 10 or 13. And then we went from 13 to 20-something. And then 40. Uh, and then after that, that's when we started doing all 81 home games. So from that point on, it's, it's, uh, it's a really cool thing because you do all the home games. And I think at eight years now, we're going to go into our ninth year. It's not nine full years. You know what I'm saying? Right. We count it as years, but it's really like our fifth our fifth year doing uh, 81 home games. Well, it's uh, it's going to be a very interesting year for this uh, for this team, Benji. I think the last time we spoke, it was you know sort of where Yadi was was going to be at ultimately in his decision. He's going to be uh, a special assistant to to John Mozeliak, but shoot, he's he's down there managing in in Puerto Rico <laughs> right now, right? I mean this this is a guy that is. Uh, he is—he's a baseball lifer, right? I mean, you're a—you're a baseball lifer. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's in your blood. I, I'm just—I'm curious how he's going to do and how he's going to manage on on like a part-time basis. Is do you see him treating it like a part-time job? Um, I don't—I don't see it that way, brother. I, I think Yadi's 100 percent in it, yeah. you know. And um, well, you saw when he retired last year or the year before. Uh, three days, four days later, he was managing in in Venezuela yeah. the winter leagues, and they became one game to the final. They got eliminated, but uh, the next year um, he took a job now at the baseball classic, and he did very well. He yeah. did really, really good with a good coaching stuff. Uh, the year went by. He took care of Yanu, uh, his son's teams, and fifteen, sixteen U took a care of them. Then the winter came in. And he managed Caguas in Puerto Rico, where where it's a winter league. It's a Roberto Clemente winter league in Puerto Rico. It's a very big. They have a lot of big leaguers play uh, in that league. And he took Caguas to the 21st, uh, their 21st championship. They just won it. So right now it's, uh, it's waiting on the Caribbean World Series, what time in Miami from the first to the first of February to like the 10 or something like that. And he's going to be managing Puerto Rico. So for Yadi, it's no, it's no brainer. It's, I think, I think Yadi was a manager when he was here. 
Yep. I really think he, I'm not saying he managed the team. I'm saying that he was a manager or a coach. He helped uh, with the whole team uh, when he was here all those years. He learned from veteran players. So it's not a, it's not, <laughs> it's not going to be bad. Yeah, it's 100%. And hopefully we can see him more this year as an advisor. Uh, but hopefully next year he could be as a, as a coach or or who knows whatever uh, the position they want to have him. But but have him here way many more days. I mean his brain, Brandon is is really over the top in baseball, and they need to take advantage wherever he's been so far. He's been a winner. Yep, he's been a winner. So I, we gotta we gotta pick up his brain somehow. So how do you think his role? helps the club. What do you see him doing when he's here? And obviously, in his advisor, he can be in Puerto Rico. He can be wherever and, and find a way to help Mo, help the ball club just by what he sees. He could see it on TV. He could pl- see it. Uh, they could obviously send him clips that, that he can kind of dive in on. But when he's here, what? how does he uh, impart his wisdom to the ball club, in, in your estimation? I think in person would be better, right? If he's here as an advisor, it's okay. Like you said, he could be anywhere and help out Mo uh, build up the team, what parts uh, are needed, somebody got hurt, what do you have in mind, how we can fix this, how we're playing, how we're not playing well, or something like that. So that that's advisor, I get it. But having him here and be able to sit down with the players in, in the clubhouse or sit down with them in a video room and talk about baseball, I think that's that's the most that we can get him, the, the, the most uh, things that we can get out of his brain is having him here involved in the team, having him in BP practice. Yes, he's not a coach to be in the game on the dugout, but at least he's in BP, he, you know, all those hours that the guy spend in the clubhouse, he'll be there helping them and picking their brains up and things like that. So I think that's how he's going to be helping our club. It's just being here and, and, and being able to talk to them and, and maybe help them out somehow. I, we've heard a lot about this lack of leadership. Uh, part of the reason and we, we can talk here in a few minutes about Matt Carpenter, his signing here a few days ago, uh, We've heard Mo talk about not having Albert and Yachty on a regular basis last season. So if Yachty's here in person, even in a advisor-slash-coaching role, do you think he'll have the ability to hold guys accountable like he could do when he was a player? Can he do that in this role he has right now? And do you think that's how he'll approach it? If some guy needs a kick in the butt, does Yachty provide that? I think so. I think so. I think uh, people will be surprised on how much uh, Yachty, uh, people respect Yachty. Players, players respect Yachty the, the way they do. Um, Yachty, it's all about winning, about doing the right things and, and, and playing the Cardinal way. I mean, he grew up with it, so uh, starting in the minor league. So, he will bring that in. He will bring it. Uh, the, the guys will listen to him. The guys will be, he's not trying to know more than you. He, he's not trying to be smarter than you. He's not trying to do any of that. He's just trying to get you as a better player. And at the same time, if he can do that, we win more games. So if he gets players to, to, to be better players, talking and get him, get him over that hump that maybe they don't have, they make our team better. So that means the Cardinals win more games. 
You know, so that's his mentality. At the end, it's winning what he cares. But I really do believe that he's going to make a change if he's here in, in, in person. The guys are love him. The guys will talk to him. Uh, he'll be a leader again. They respect him. He, he has a way, Brandon. I'm telling you, the first day, uh, first uh, team that he managed in Venezuela, they didn't have big leaguers. And they went almost to the finals. And, and I'm not saying it's all him. I mean, the players have to perform. Uh, and the coaches have to be in the same page. But it was it was crazy because he put that team over, you know, people saw them. All the Southern Baseball Classic. He did great managing yeah. that baseball class. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these kids go to uh, a World Series, and they won it with him and manager, 16U. And, and then uh, and then uh, Winter League, he goes out there with the same thing. He was the least um, prospect guy that he had, right? He had some good ones. But he also didn't have like what the other three teams had, and, and he here it is again as a championship. Yeah. So he somehow has a has a brain to get into people's heart and players' heart, and I think it's uh, I think it's an opportunity for the Cardinals to take advantage of him. Do you th- did they need that last year? Were they missing that element that Yachty can bring? Let me tell you this, Brown. I was not in the clubhouse. On an everyday basis, I was not there on the flights. I was not there on the bus rides, on on the on the games. So I I, I cannot say what they needed and what they don't. Um, but I for sure, if they had somebody like Yari or Pujols or even Wainwright, you know, um, uh, not last year, but but I, Wainwright was there. But like Yari, Pujols, guys that are controlling the clubhouse, controlling the the emotion of the guys. Uh, Playing so their heart out and out there and as like leaders, uh, I don't think they had that last year. I don't think they had it. But but what I mean is, um, I wasn't there, right? I mean, maybe uh, maybe the guys, some of the guys came as leaders, vocal. Other guys came as, as playing as for like like an example out there on the field, things like that. So, but they did not for sure had somebody like Yari and Pujols. Benji Molina with us in studio talking Cardinal baseball here on the Big 550 KTRS. Spring training is right around the corner, Benji. Yachty fills a a tremendous role off the field and helping these guys hopefully with their performance on it. But in terms of production, do you think there are still maybe some pieces missing that the Cardinals could use coming up here in 2024? I can tell you, uh, Brandon, in my opinion, the bullpen is really, really something that we need to we need it to address. And they did it, though. They did it. Um, but I can take one more arm. I can take one more arm. I can take maybe two. We don't know what's going to happen. Injuries happen and things like that. Hopefully nobody gets hurt, but it's part of the game. So in that matter, I will take one more arm, one more name. Uh, in the outfield, we need help. We need help that we didn't have anybody hitting 20 home runs last year. 20-plus uh, home runs, at which every team had at least one. Um, so I will take a bat. I will take a right-handed bat that goes or lefty. I don't care what it is. I'll take a, a nice, secure, 80 every eye, 20 home run kind of guy. I'll put it out there. I'll put him out there. Um, I don't I don't think uh, the starting rotation is going to be moved. They had an opportunity to sign Jordan Montgomery. was still out there. Still out there, yeah. Uh, they had it, but they they fill up they filled up their spaces 
uh, unless Steven Matz, you know, obviously comes hurt or, or they trade him. I think that's the guy they might do some with. But um, I think they uh, people get mad a lot of times for the Cardinals signing players. Uh, and, yes, you could be mad a couple times uh, of players. But for the most part, Brandon, they do good, man. You have to you have to know they do okay. I mean, with what their plan is and what they're trying to do, they do good. And we sometimes forget about giving them credit for it, you know. Uh, once in a while, that you, you will see a move and you'll be, like, scratching your head. But but other other times they I mean they got Arenado here they got Goldie here they signed Yadi extension they signed Wayno they they kept them here they went after players out there you know like Ozuna like when he they got him so I mean this is just throwing names out there but they went out and got players when they needed I mean when Yadi left the first guy name that came out was Contreras and they didn't hesitate for once right you know to get him. You know, regardless of what they think, they they did it. They did it. They they went and got him. So sometimes you just got to give them credit for what they have. They have a plan. They have a budget. They have to follow. And they're sticking to it. So, you know, I know a lot of people get mad <laughs> from signings, but, <laughs> you know, it's part of the game. And right. you have to give them credit sometimes. Sonny Gray, the top of the rotation, Can, is Sonny going to deliver for this team? Let me tell you, he has an opportunity to be one of the best players. He already shown for the last couple of years that he was great uh, pitching. He has an attitude out there, a great attitude to poor pitcher, that uh, adding Gray, Michaelas, and then you have Lynn, and you have uh, uh, Gibson. Gibson, yeah. They have attitude pitching. And that can help you young guys, too. They can help out in the, in, the, in the spring training coming up when those guys see those. Oh, wait. These are horses, man. These are guys that, that they, they go battle out there. Yeah. They hustle. So we got we to gotta step up. So it can help. I think Gray's going to have a great year. I think the stadium is going to help Lynn and Gibson with the home runs, you know. Uh, and I really do believe that if we can have Lynn and Gibson with 15 wins, you have Sonny Gray almost 20. We're in good shape. We talk about leadership, and I think a guy that wants to take more of a leadership role is Wilson Contreras. And I feel like he was dealt kind of a bad hand last year. And um, knowing what Yachty meant to this team for so long, a lot is required of the catcher. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Contreras is up to the task if they leave him alone. And let him go out there and, and be who he is. He's a fiery guy. He's a good hitter. But I think I think he can handle this staff, Benji. What do you think of Contreras year two and, and how vital he is to the success of this pitching staff? I wouldn't be surprised if Contreras is an all-star this year. You know, he's his second year. The first year was uh, really, really tough, Very tough. at least yeah. to say. Um, he was awesome at the beginning, trying to get along with everybody. Uh, the pitching stuff, he was trying to control it. I mean, he had the greatest attitude, Brandon. He has the greatest attitude, positive, hustle, uh, a fiery guy like that, you know, like, like all that. He has it. But then something happened at the beginning of the year where everything was pushed back, you know, and, and he felt like betrayed. He felt like... Like his heart just sink, you know, and yeah. and I t- had a chance to talk to him, and he was still trying to be positive. 
about it. And I said, man, I don't know how you do it. I, I Brandon, I was a catcher for many years, yeah. and I don't know how I would handle that. That was a really, really rough, rough patch for him uh, when they tried to take him out. I think the pitchers, whoever it was, because we don't know exactly what happened, but whoever it was who was pointing fingers at him, it is a freaking coward. It is a guy that doesn't have any heart. Uh, it's a selfish guy. Because this team, I have always played together, pitcher and catcher, together. You gave up a home run. I'm not going to say that it was your fault. It was our fault. Yeah, We did it together. I couldn't make a pitch or... Or, man, my, my glove wasn't in the right spot. Things like that. So, in this case, they were blaming him for everything. But they were forgetting that whoever has the ball and make the pitch is the pitcher. So, that was really, really uncalled for in both sides. Because Wilson could also blame the pitcher and say, hey, he threw the ball in the middle when I asked inside. He threw a slider in the middle when I asked in the dirt. You know, it could have easily gone that way. But Wilson was, you know, shin up, and he was trying to get away from it. It was really horrible experience, horrible experience for him, a guy that's so positive. Imagine that the heart just sank on him, and he didn't know what to do anymore. But, like I said, he was a positive guy, got out of it, kept his chin up, and look at the year he had. And after that, he started catching better, knew the guys, you know, and, and you know, start, it's the first year. He didn't have anybody in a... In a <laughs> in spring training, everybody was in the baseball classic. And, and I thought he had a great year. He really did. I mean, catching, he got better after that problem uh, because maybe the pitchers felt a little bit more guilt, you know. Yeah. It's like, no, this is my ball. I'm Like Michael has said in, in the newspaper, this is not Wilson. This is me. I have the ball in my hand, and I throw the ball, and I call my pitches and things like that. I can say no. So... I think it was very unfortunate for him at that point, but after that, man, he took off. He had a great season, yeah. one of the best catchers out there, and he's probably ranked right now fourth, number four out of the top ten catchers in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's an all-star next year, this year coming up. I'm not surprised if he's an all-star. I'm not surprised if he makes the all-time all team and he gets us to the playoff. I'm not surprised if he carries us. I, I'm, I'm right with you, and I think a lot of people are excited to see what he does his second year here. And, and Benji, I'll end with this. As, as we look uh, around the rest of the division and the rest of the National League, per se, um, the Braves spending big money, but they're in the East. Dodgers spending big money there in the West. The National League Central looks, again, up for grabs. Brewers a couple days ago go out and sign Reese Hoskins, big first baseman from Philly. The Cubs have brought on Craig Council as their new manager. Pirates going out there bringing on Araldus Chapman to the back end of their bullpen. Reds, uh, still dangerous. Uh, the, the division is there to be had, Benji, but I, I don't know. I don't see anybody, Cardinals included, I don't see anybody running away with this thing. I don't see anybody running away. I think that all the teams that you mentioned, they're great teams. They added up some pieces, you know. Uh, we were surprised how the Pirates started last year, and they were they went down with the Cruz, went down. Cruz went down, Now yeah. he's going to be up in the... In the, in the lineup again. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I mean, the Chicago Cubs surprised everybody what they did last year. Now they added council, and they have this, the same team. They lost a couple of pieces, very important pieces in their team. Uh, I think Stroman was, was kind of one of their big Yeah, that's going to be a loss. Uh, but then, like you said, the Reds are dangerous. The Reds were like two games to make it to the playoff. Yeah. Two games, and they were facing us at the end. So... All those teams, Brandon, I, I'm with you. Nobody's going to run 
with the division. And I think that's what the Cardinals are seeing, too, the Hefes. You know, they're watching that, and they're like, okay, with 85 wins, we can sneak in. You know, 85. I mean, the, the D-backs won 84 games last year. Yeah. They went all the way to the World Series. So they're looking at that. I think the division is going to be well fought right until the end. Benji Molina, you can catch him on the Spanish-language broadcast ninth season with Benji and Polo on the call. You guys are going to be down at spring training too, right? We're, we're going to be there. We're going to be there from the 21st to the 26th. We're going to do the first two games this year. Last year we did one, the first game. This year we're going to do two, the 24th and the 25th. Uh, in Spanish. It's going to be through La Tremenda, 8.80 a.m. here locally in St. Louis. Uh, also, it's going to be with the MOB at bat. You know, yep, they're yep, going to be the, there, yep. so you can get it there uh, on the game. So it's going to be very, very interesting. I think this year, instead of seven affiliates, we have like nine. Oh, it's awesome. So it's, it's, it's growing, and, and that's what we were looking for when we first started. Brandon, and, it, and it's been great. It's been great. Thank you to, to Ben Boyd. Thank you to Selena Allen. Uh, Thane that has has been involved with the with with us in the Spanish and making it grow, uh, Kyle. Um, it's it's just it's just a group. I don't want to forget anybody, you know. And uh, Kyle Dingus is was part of us too, and 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 they all have been part of us growing because that's what they want. They want to grow the Hispanic, uh, you know, listeners and stuff like that. So that's what we're gonna be at. We've done a tremendous job with it, and we love having you in St. Louis, Benji. Love having you here in studio. Thanks so much for dropping by. I look forward to talking throughout the season. I know. Yeah, Brandon, thank you for having me, man.